Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Highland three-year-old trotting Phillies final. Normally in a race like this, the main chances draw the second row and we think, geez, it's even this race up, but... Actually, on this occasion, I think the fact that she's a wish and rocking with attitude have drawn so well might have even this race up. And I kind of start thinking, well, those two are the clear top two picks, but Nathan Jack and David Miles are strong personalities and both will want the front. And if they just go that little bit too far testing each other, this whole race opens up. And, of course, she's Ruby Roos brought right into it. But there's a lot of other horses in this race that I think are racing pretty well that we're going to give some credit to. Dan, I'm sort of half and half here. It's either one and three or it could they might run the Quinella or they might both finish worse than six. What do you think in this race? Um, I thought that She's a Wish has got the good gate to probably end up with the run of the race, um, but has got the barrier draw to make use of it if Rockin' With Attitude doesn't come out with the roller skates on that she often does. So I thought Rockin' With Attitude would lead. You know that David Miles is going to push for the lead. Mm. And Nathan Jack is um, very, uh, uh, well, he's adept. He can adjust very quickly driving She's a Wish. Now, she's good out of the gate, but I'm not sure she can match Rockin' With Attitude both at their top speed um, and doesn't have to because if Rockin' With Attitude didn't cross, it means she has a crack for the lead, can't cross, they go fast, extra pressure, she's a wish. So I suspect she's a wish, just gets a really good run behind Rockin' With Attitude and probably gives her a better chance than trying to sustain sustain pressure from outside of her. Um, So I think Rockin' With Attitude, A, will lead. And B, I still think it'll win. She's a wish. You know, they might back off the speed enough during that period, but it might also um, make sure that she's a wish is a winning chance and runs into the top two. And she's going well enough where she can. But rocking with attitude, look, I've sort of found something to beat her the last couple of starts. And I was right a couple of times. Um, but at the same time, she still went down fighting. I don't think she's any better as a late-season three-year-old than what she was as an end-of-season two-year-old. Yeah, but yeah. she was also very good as an end-of-season two-year-old. She's got gate speed. She runs a strong 2200, and I think she's the horse to beat here with a good gate. And that's what she often gets is that decent gate and can utilise it. So three to win from one is the main danger. She's a wish. Uh Glamour Stride's got a lot of gate speed, going well, not drawing so fantastically in some of these bigger races, but it's got a really good motor. If you want a long shot to include in your multis, uh, your exotics, I think Glamour Stride's the one. And uh, the 11, um, she's Ruby Roo, clearly is very good. She was able to beat Rockin' With Attitude in the uh, Vic Breads. Uh, she was going really good leading up to that. Uh, she's come off a, a, a below-par run. Uh, it was in the derby over a longer trip. But even the last start third to She's a Wish, it was, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't really like the run. And I, Anyway, it, it's enough time for Greg and Jess to try to work her out again, whether or not they were just a bit soft on her after a poor run at Maryborough and she might have needed that run. Um, so I've got her in the mix, but I'm not as confident about her winning chances as I was the night that she did beat Rockin' With Attitude. So 
Um, three on top, but I'm pretty keen on rocking with attitude here, Toby. Three, one, seven, and eleven. Yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said. I think if you're playing first fours, Valerie Lane's going to probably figure in the top five in, on that map of yours, Dan. I think Valerie Lane settles three back the fence. She ran third at Maryborough in a pretty good race of gold bracelet behind She's Bella and She's a Wish. Uh, I'd include her in that top four. And sequence. I, I'll tell you, Dan, this horse is flying sequence. It ran third in the size. Uh, drew terribly in the Oaks and ran eighth. Ran fifth in a heat and the final of the Victorian Derby. Draws barrier six, but certainly can run a race. So she needs some luck, yes, but uh, she can also figure in the finish uh, number six sequence. If they, if Rockin' With Attitude and see, She's a Wish absolutely go at each other early, it brings so many into it. Elder Baron Miley, uh, Almar Vella sequence, Glamour Stride, Val- Valerie Lane, Dichotomy, She's Ruby Lurie, Virginia Clowers. I've nearly mentioned the whole field. But if they do attack each other, that race opens right up into uh, could be anything winning that race, if you ask me. It's an intriguing affair, that one. I, yeah, it'll be interesting. Nathan Jack has the decisions to make. Race five, arguably the race of the night, I think it is anyway. It's the IRT, IRT Breeders' Crown two-year-old Colts and Geldings final. It's a $250,000 race. And... I think it's the best race of the night because we don't know. We haven't seen all these horses sort each other out yet, in a sense. And I think that's what will happen on Saturday night. I'm so looking forward to it, Dan. Nathan Street. I oh, had had this horse owner, uh, Nathan uh, Texera, the son of George, on the show a couple of months ago before he went on this run of wins. So he's sort of our horse. So I've almost got to stick with him and... When George is telling me that, that that he's as good as Sushi Sushi and then Freddie Tabor says it, he's as good as Sushi Sushi. He'll lead and win this race. Uh, uh, that is for sure. So he's he's an intriguing horse, Nathan Street. But there's so many other things to factor in. How'd you see it, Dan? Yeah, look, it is an exciting race. And the key chances have all drawn the front line. Yeah. And maybe other horses that were drawn the back line would have a better chance if they were drawn the front line. But... Because the key chances are drawn the front line, it might generate that sort of tempo, which could help a sit sprinter or something from back in the field um, get through and, and, well, maybe an upset or certainly get into a higher placing. Um, Nathan Street's going well, gets a good draw. Storm Rider gets a much better barrier draw. I thought he was pretty good last week from a, um, a wider gate. They went back. His last two runs have been from wider gates. Um, both been solid performances. He's better up on top of the speed. He should be, whether he led or is handy to them, but it's certainly a more significant, it's a better barrier draw, and he's a good horse, we know that. Some American was an improved run last week, uh, so he gets a decent gait, he's right in the mix. Smoke and Ace, um, I think they've made some gear changes there, so he mightn't come off the gate this time, they might try to follow, if they wanted to push him out of the gate, he's the one that could lead, because he is such a brilliant beginner as well. Um, Timmy Richter, he's the horse that's on the way up. He was only second up from a spell win winning last week. I thought he had more upside than most of his rivals. I've got a lot of time for King Man, but he's just not quite as professional as some of the others. That might come in due course. Yeah. He's always looked like he'd be a far better three-year-old. Yeah. So he's a number of months away, I think, from fulfilling his... Um, uh, potential, but he's going to be right up there. He can do it tough and still go down fighting. 
So they're the key players, I think, here. But Timmy Richter's the one that um, uh, I'm impressed by. I mean, he's not a big horse, but he's really well put together. Um, he's a really got a nice style about him. He's got a good pacing gait. He can quicken appreciably without looking like he's um, uh, quickening up. Uh, and as I said, I thought he had more upside. Being second up last week, he, he dominated in a good time, and he'll get better from that. So I think he's the one to beat as the market has got him at, $1.80. I thought Storm Rider, an improver in the sense that a much better barrier draw. And I wasn't certain who could lead here who or who would end up leading. And the, the horse that might end up getting caught without cover, it's going to make it harder for. And I'm not sure which that horse, uh, which horse that is. Um, I thought uh, Kingman is tough. He makes his own luck, but also becomes a bit vulnerable. And as I said, he's just not the complete package and professional enough just yet, but he's got a big motor and he's definitely got the motor that's good enough and the quality to be able to win a race like this. Uh, but I think he's vulnerable because he's just not as professional as the others. And naturally, from the good gate, Nathan Strait, um, even if he didn't lead, he's going to get a gun run, isn't he? So five, two, six, and one. Five, two, six, and one for Dan. And uh, Nathan Street will be leading Dan. If he doesn't lead, he'll be going all guns blazing to lead. That's my feeling with Freddie Tabor. That's how they like their horses to race, I reckon. I, I just wonder if it does all go go to absolute war up front, who could pinch them off? And I still, still keep saying this. The big boss went 156 as a two-year-old around a chuka. Uh, there's something about that horse that if he put it all together and, and they go hard up front, he could run over the top of them at 71 and 9. I don't expect him to do it as such, but it is possible. And D. Rowe off, off the pegs could certainly finish in that third or fourth position uh, with the right run if Nathan Street leads. He's going to have to work hard at the start, though, even chasing to get that spot behind the leader, Nathan Street. I think they'll come out pretty hard. Race six is the Pebble Beach Breeders' Crown Series 26, two-year-old Phillies final. And another intriguing affair, this. I think the next two races are probably pretty similar in many regards as the two main chances seem to have drawn really well. Very pretty, I suppose, leads. Draw a dream sits outside. Very pretty. Does Millwood Bliss come forward and try and get to the chair? I think most would have it in mapped somewhere like that. And if they go middle tempo drops, it'll make it really hard for Lux to turn it back in the field. Uh, Dan, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, look, it's a wonderful race. Two unbeaten fillies, very pretty. Who I see is very professional. Four starts, four wins. So still in her first preparation, but she, I think she's getting better with every start. But that's that makes sense. She got gate speed. She gets a good barrier draw, so she ticks those boxes. Uh, draw a dream. Uh, six starts, six wins. Uh, she's got a bit of freakish talent about her. Mm. She's not. Uh, uh, a perfectly gated horse. Um, I'm not sure attitude's 100%. She's getting better. There's no doubt there's improvement within each time I see her. Uh, she's a bit ratty looking, you know, she's a bit small. Uh, and that's why I say there's a, she's a bit freakish because she's doing things that you just don't necessarily expect her to do. The way she performs doesn't necessarily match up to her physique. And that's why I think she's really good. She, she, she's extra special. And I'm, I'm angling Draw a Dream's way. Uh, because she doesn't have to lead to win. And I'm not saying very pretty does either, but um, it's it's a hard call. Just one horse drawing uh, one place inside the other is the difference 
between uh, probably prices here, but very pretty. Uh, look, I can't fault. I can't fault any of them. How could you when they're both unbeaten? Yeah. Um, I think clearly that they are the two. But I'm going draw a dream. Uh, Luxa Turner, as good as she is, it's just hard to see how she could beat very pretty or draw a dream. And um, and beyond that, uh, perhaps uh, Millwood Bliss. Millwood Bliss was really good last week. I thought it was terrific. Um, behind very pretty, um, just uh, with the race shape and the barrier draw, it did make a big difference, but she's quality. Those four fillies are outstanding. Um, I'm tipping draw a dream, three, two, ten, and six. If you had to pick a horse to run, th- well, you've just done it, so this is a stupid question, but Luxa Turner, a dollar eighty, Millwood Bliss, a dollar eighty, the play. So if you have to pick one of those, surely Luxa Turner should be a fair bit shorter than Millwood Bliss to run a placing off draws, Dan? Well, you'd think that Luxa Turner from um, Barrier 3 is going to follow up behind Draw a Dream, yeah. but Draw a Dream doesn't really have, well, never really been pushed for gate speed, and I doubt in this case would have to either. Might just be a matter of balancing up. She might end up just going to the to the breeze. But if she does get to the breeze, Luxa Turner might be the one to go around, and then she ends up getting a bit of cover. There might be something different there which might help. But um, you're right, Luxa Turner, well, to think where her record is, the sort of times that she can run, and a dollar eighty uh, the place. I reckon a month ago, if there was pre-post markets for this final, she would have been a dollar eighty to win. Yeah, Lux yeah, Turner. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it looks attractive. Yeah, it certainly does. Let's get a breakaway, Dan. We'll clear a commitment. We'll come back and we'll turn our attention to the three-year-old versions: the Woodland Stud Colts and Geldings, and the Rock and Roll Dance three-year-old fillies.